So questions about what foods I'm eating currently. So a lot of you know that I went into ketosis um, over a year ago. Um, it was a decision that had to be made. There were so many medical appointments that were starting to like really mess with me because at some point I think I believed what the doctor was telling me that I needed to be on medication. And I think at one point I was like, yeah, I think so too, because this is getting out of control and I'm like tired and I still have to function in my day. Like it was becoming such a burden to get up and go to work and hold myself together just enough to like come home and give my family what was left of me, which wasn't much of anything. So I was completely miserable. In turn, my family was miserable. My husband was like, yo, what's going on? But he would never say that because he's just such a loving guy. Thank God for sending him to me because he knew what I needed, what we needed as a unit. Um, but yeah, it turned out that my eating habits were awful. And how did I know that they were awful? Because my freaking digestive system was jacked up. My hormones were all over the place. Like I can tell that things were off. And the more that I would read, the more that I would be like, oh yeah, that's it. So I started going, um, listening to holistic uh, podcasts and reading books and, and going into like diving into like vegetables and trying to make that happen because I can't stand a boring salad. Like I can't stand bland foods. I can't stomach just having like a little ounce of this and that I was even counting <laughs> my almonds and a lot of you know I was like legit counting my food putting in a plastic bag and be like that's all I'm eating <laughs> well I was still hungry I was still starving and I was absolutely miserable with myself like heavy I think the heaviest I got was 240 ish something and I was like this is insane um, for somebody who works out a lot and my mindset I, I used to be like a, a phenomenal uh, like athlete, but not like as, as far as like performing, but like my body, my mind was strong. My body was strong. Like our trainer, she got us into shape. Our coaches, they whooped us into shape mentally and physically. But emotionally, I was a hot mess. And that's the one part that I couldn't get to with anybody else. I had to work on me. So going keto, I was watching my supervisor who was like, you know, she was struggling with her stuff too. And she had fibromyalgia. So her joints were like really, really hurting. And they were trying to, like her bones were going against her. And so she was on medication. And at some point she got information about keto. And when she decided to do that, a woman who had no control over anything during meetings and eating, you know, it was such an eye opener because she lost so much weight. Her mood was totally different. She was happy, she was laughing. She wasn't like binging on frappuccinos every morning and going into this brain fog where she's kind of like, you know, she's, forgive me for saying this because I absolutely love her. Um, it just looked like there was a delayed onset with reaction as to what was going on. It was like a, like an addiction almost. So she was talking about it and I, I caught on and I was like, you know what? I can do that, I can totally do that. But let me research a little bit more because I have to research it because I'm a visual person. You can tell me things all day long, but if I can't see it on paper, it doesn't correlate. It doesn't make sense for me. And that's just how I function. <laughs> so after months and weeks of researching it and feeling really comfortable, comfortable and confident that this was possible, I can totally do this. I slowly started changing my diet. I didn't go in there hardcore, dive in, nose. No, because I'm the person that needs to tiptoe, touch the water, think about it, touch the water again, see how I feel maybe put my foot in the water and be like, eh, 
I can, you know, like I had to do baby steps. So I legit, thank God for Instagram and just like being inundated with like ketosis. Like I changed my whole entire social media page to that because I needed that to speak to me, speak to my brain. And then with that, I started doing some research on like behaviors and emotions and how those two are linked to like weight gain and diets. Like diets don't work because if your emotion is not addressed, your emotion drives your behavior, your behavior is eating habits and then boom, there you go. So I was like, yo, this thing is deep. Like why didn't anybody tell me? (laughs) But I'm gonna be really honest with you. I probably would not have listened because of just who I am and, and, and not wanting to, to be better um, in all areas and, you know, and just be satisfied with just doing one, like being the athlete. Um, I think over time, we all realize that you have to be better at being a person, you know, because you're a parent or because you're a, a child of, of somebody or, um, you know, just, just wanting, ultimately just wanting to be better as a person so that you can go out to, in the world and, and, and distribute and offer your gift to somebody, whoever will take it. One person is all you need, right? But you want to be a part of society. You want to be a part of something. Like you need to have healthy connections in order to like grow. And um, these are the things that I didn't grow up with. So at some point, um, my body was like, okay, that's enough of that. You need to like start taking care of yourself. We're getting older. Um, So anyways, we went keto and um, I went keto. And really it was just like figuring out what the hell a carb and a sugar is, right? Because your whole life they tell you, you need to look for calories, calories, calories. I was counting calories. If you knew now that calories doesn't mean shit <laughs> for your body, it doesn't mean nothing. You could work it for eight hours. Those calories mean micro minimal of a decimal to your weight and your mind. You'd, you'd slap yourself, okay? Because I, I can, I almost like box my own self because I was like, this is so ridiculous. It is the carbs. When you look at the nutrition facts on the back of the item, you look at the carbs. If it is over 20, it's a concern. That's how much fat you're put. That's the percentage of fat you're putting in your body. And then you want to add the sugars on the nutrition label. It'll tell you how much sugars are in there. So I looked at a Coca-Cola thing because, you know, that's what we drank at two o'clock just to like give us a kick for the next part of our day at work. Sugar is like, and I don't quote me, um, it's like 53 carbs and 53 sugars. That's over a hundred fattening, uh, detrimental, toxic stuff, toxic things that you're putting in your body. Like your body will like turn against you. My body turned against me and I wasn't even drinking soda like that. I wasn't even drinking soda like that. I thought I was eating fairly good, but I didn't understand what I was doing. So when I finally caught on to the nutrition label and how to read it and how to like really dive into that, it it made all of this sense. But let me tell you something, just like an addict, when I went keto and it hit me the first day that I went keto and I was going, I was going through withdrawals. Withdrawals for me look like headaches. And not just little headaches, like migraine headaches. It looked like um, my body was burning up. Like it was an infer- ketosis is your body's going into overdrive. Like it's burning fat. Okay. But at first it was burning the shit fat that I had. And that's what was causing the headaches. The headaches and the cramping was the two 
things that I was like, God damn, how do I get rid of this? Like my body was telling me what I needed. And I got to tell you guys, and this is probably another podcast. I cut out all of the Tylenols, ibuprofen. I don't put nothing in my body if I can't read that label. And if it says poison, if you take more than blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the... I should have been dead by now. It's no wonder. All of the Tylenol, the ibuprofen, aspirins, that blocks your ability to feel empathy for anything, especially yourself. So like when you take in, you like, I have a headache. It not only stops your headache, kind of, sort of, it stops you from feeling other things in your life. And that is a problem because if you can't feel and you can't express your emotion, you're going through this vicious cycle of behaviors and addictions and things that you can't control that messes up your hormones and it really puts you in a downward spiral and people are looking at you like yo what's wrong with that person like why are they so angry and you you just don't know okay you just don't know how these things affect your body and then also when I, I looked into it a little bit more because of my background and my culture I have You know, I have African-American, I have the Caribbean African-American, I have like the English French because I'm from Canada and um, I have all these different things that my mom is a part of. And now that I found out my dad is from Peru and I'm like, whoa, what the hell? And I never thought that there was a correlation between the two. Like I knew my, my skin was a little funky, you know, being called yellow my whole life. I'm like, how, how does somebody get called yellow? That's not even a compliment. That's freaking discouraging. You know, and then the summertime I get brown and then the wintertime I'm looking like I'm sick. Like I'm like, Yo, can I stay one color, please? Because I like to be my brown color. And it just depends on the season how I would change. And I couldn't figure it out. But now that I'm learning about my my background and finally putting pieces together with my family and figuring out who is who and what is what, because, you know, it's just not really spoken about. There's too much shit going on. Um, I'm like, yo the type of foods that I put in my body are not culturally made for me. I have to eat Caribbean food. I have to get some Latin food in me. I need to get some Asian food in me because those are the things that my body needs to be strong. And when I go without those type of nutrients and minerals and enzymes, I make myself physically sick. So all the fast food and the oils and the you know, whatever you can reach at the time that you're going through your emotions, like it's just, it's killing me. It's killing me. So no wonder cancer, cancer isn't everybody, I believe it is, but it takes a couple of, you know, negative uh, foods to get in your system before you awaken the beast. And so I was clearly awaken the beast. I believe they said I was diabetic and they were kind of like, hmm, it's kind of weird because, you know, you're testing here and it shows that you might've been higher, but now you're at a safer spot, but you're, you're on the verge. And when I heard that, I'm like, who are you talking to? Diabetic. I'm not diabetic. But then I realized I have tingling in my fingers. I have these symptoms. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe I was. This is insane. So I had a lot of reasons to go ketosis. And it was not just to lose weight. It was to get back to me. Because I was losing myself. And that meant my kids were going to be without me. And that scares the bejesus out of me. Because if God is ready to take me, he's ready to take me. But if I'm doing this to myself, I need, I slap myself. Like once again, another box upside the head, like you need to get your stuff together. So um, going ketosis was, was the way to go. And getting through those symptoms, it was not easy. It was hard. I drank more pickle juice than any person should have drank. But let me tell you, pickle juice is the number one, top, top one to make sure that you don't catch a cramp 
and it slows down within seconds because without the pickle juice I swear I was gonna throw up my cramping in my calf in my toes were so bad in out of my sleep I couldn't even stretch myself I started to cry and then I felt nauseous and then I was like I feel like I'm going through labor pains right now like what the hell is going on and my husband would jump out of bed and I'm like grab the pickle juice and just give it to me give it to, give it all to me and I just drink it drink it drink it and I hate the way it smells and it's so strong but it saved my life and those cramps the pains you know when you I know you track athletes know about this and all of you other athletes like once you have a cramp like there's a memory that kind of goes with it so every time you walk funny it's like trigger not trigger so I was walking around with pickle juice in my hands okay because that fermented food right there helps bring electrolytes expeditiously expeditiously to to my my bloodstream to release that muscle the headaches pickle juice helped with that too it really helped with that but healthy fats and I had to research what healthy fats were and having an avocado and just cutting it up and eating the avocado sounds very weird and not tasteful but let me tell you if you want your headache to go away I was eating avocado like like crazy like crazy <laughs> and so I'd figure out that you're supposed to put p pink Himalayan salt on there not the regular salt because that that stuff is deadly too pink Himalayan salt because that's another enzyme that helps you and I don't even know if it's an enzyme but I know it stops the the cramping from going on and it balances out the healthy fat and the and the other minerals that you need to like stop the headaches and balance out the protein and the um the vegetable the the rubbish the fiber in your system so it breaks down very quickly so it's like a three compartment thing like um fiber protein and um healthy carbs health healthy non-complex carbs and that's just the whole entire vegetarian vegetable section like you can't go wrong the greener you go the better the lighter you go the more sugars and sweeteners it has in it so it kind of triggers your your sweet tooth so you got to be careful with that so you detox off of the you detox and you go straight dark green vegetables and you can put any kind of seasoning you want in there and i'm a seasonaholic like i i go to the food co-op because I want the natural seasonings, I want the potent seasoning, I want the thick, you open it and it's just like, oh, it smells so good. I put all that and peppers, all kind of peppers, ghost peppers, black pepper, red pepper, no, I lie, no red pepper, but the red like little, they're ghost peppers actually, like chile, and it just like, it gives your food the kick that you need to sustain this because if your food doesn't taste good, ain't nobody gonna eat that stuff, it ain't, it's just not, it's just not. And, um, and I got to say, I ate a lot of meat because that's what my body needed at the time. Is it sustainable? No. I had a lot of bacon at that time. Is that sustainable? No. But let me tell you one thing that your body does that's absolutely amazing. It tells you what it needs because you have the brain on top of your head and then you have your gut. Your gut is another brain. And when that's not being blocked off with sensors, it works exactly how it should work. It'll tell you when it needs salt. It'll tell you when it needs something sweet. It'll tell you these things, and then you're gonna know how to feed it. So I'm a sugar-holic, okay? I was a former, hi, my name is Trish. I was a sugar addict, and my teeth are a testimony to that. Um, berries, any kind of berries. Any kind of berries you are golden with. Any kind of berries and heavy, heavy whipped cream or whipped cream like the aerosol can, which I think that's not greatest, but whatever. It's a good like Sunday type thing is amazing. It helps with the sweet tooth. And the one thing about all of these things, you can have as much as you want of it 
as there's no limit there's no calories because calories don't exist shove that shit into the iCloud because it's destructive there's no carbs there's no sugar in these things like you can have so much of that for one week and just watch how you feel and of course you know you're gonna have symptoms because you're gonna withdraw off of the sugar and carb thing and then watch your weight just kind of melt off and there are periods where I can eat um I was only eating like once a day and I would load up on so many fats like eggs and protein and fermented foods and um, a lot of uh, I tried to eat sauerkraut because my gut bacteria was so bad that I can feel it like it made me feel fuller than what I was and I wasn't full so I'd have a little bit of sauerkraut some part of the day just because that is the perfect cheapest probiotic yes you heard that from me the cheapest probiotic if you try to buy probiotics because I have um they're not they're not cheap it's super expensive and they don't give you a lot to handle the atrocity that's going down in your belly so like get you a little bottle of sauerkraut for two dollars and go ahead and hold your nose and pick that shit and eat it eat it with a hot dog um any kind of meat that's really salt and kind of thick and kind of dies down from like the sauerkraut because that's going to help your gut so bad um but once your gut is clear it'll tell you what it's craving and it's so insane because i'd be like hmm I need something salty. Let me go get some olives. I need something salty. Let me get some cashews. And the different kind of nuts are interesting too because they're more expensive, but the highest percentage in fat for you to eat is a macadamia. A macadamia nut. And when I saw the price in that, I could have slapped everybody in the store. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm paying freaking $10 for 50, if 50, macadamia nuts? I'm going to do it. Because the more that you buy the right foods for yourself, you're not going to be spending so much money. And that's the other misconception. Like, if I'm buying all this food, it's going to waste and I'm going to waste money and I'm spending more. And the truth is, no, you don't take freaking trips to the grocery store. And if you do, you know exactly what you're getting because it's so redundant and you get creative with it. You get so creative with it. And that part is exciting, right? And then if you leave all that food out on the table, you wash it out, you're ready prepared. It's like your own buffet at home, goddammit. <laughs> as soon as you get hungry, go to your buffet table and just grab something, put it on your plate and go sit down and eat. Effortless, mindless eating. And it's not going to your ass. It's not going to your thighs or your gut. In this case, you know, it's going to a good purpose because your body has to be able to break this stuff down. And you will be fuller longer, okay? I think I fasted for almost... Uh, I think it was like four or five days, which was like, no, what the hell? I haven't ate. And I would just drink tea. And tea, I guess, is not technically fasting, but it's still kind of fasting because all you had was tea. And something in me at some point within that that month that I was doing keto, not even the month, like the first the first day, like when I started the first um <sighs> couple of days that I started doing keto and I was loading up in a lot of fats and proteins and um, vegetables I was so full that I was like, ugh, I'm tired of food right now. Like, I'm so full I can just, like, roll over. But I wasn't bloated. You know, I didn't have to, like, I didn't feel like I had to sleep at, like, 2 o'clock, like, every single day for the last 15 years when I was working. Um, It was insane. There's literally a light switch that went off. And then I was able to feel the other symptoms and address them as, you know, time went on. So, anyways, let me get back to my point. This is on my lunch break. I only got a half an hour. I have some cashews. I have 
um, some olives from the Olive Bar at Safeway. I like the olives that have the seeds in them because they they taste so much better and they're not like messed with. Um, I do the the purple, dark purple olives and then the green olives. And um, it's not a hassle to eat, but it's just what my body needs right now. It's not even so much what I want. It's what my body needs. When I look in the fridge, it's like, yes, grab this, grab that. Um, I found a yogurt um, just because... You know, I like to switch it up sometimes and they have different flavors and it's called Too Good and it has two grams of sugar. That's it. Two grams of sugar and total carbs. Let's see. Three grams. So that's like perfect for my day. If I even get to that, a bag of carrots and some mozzarella. And I'm not talking about the, um, the mozzarella that you get in like certain sections of the store. I'm talking about fresh mozzarella balls. Like those things are legit my favorite. The cherry size. Yes, it's more expensive. And if you eat the whole thing, know that it's not going to your ass. <laughs> it's not going to your thighs. It's not contributing to your weight. Everything that I have in my lunch bag is not contributing to my weight. It's contributing to my body to burn fat. And why, when that's happening, I am losing weight throughout the entire day without having to spend eight hours in the gym. Anyhow, best of luck to all of you guys. I hope this information was helpful for you. And I'm about to take my tail back into the to the building. So all is good. Later. <laughs>